The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What is up, boppers? And welcome to the newest episode of Retro Pop, your home for bi-weekly pop culture, uh, right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, your host, and alongside with me, my my war chief, my war chief, you know, you know old dependable, Mr. Johnny Townsend. What up, blood? <laughs> Let our colors ride, my friend. Let our colors fly free. Uh, what gang would we be? What gang do you think we'd be in? That's my big question. I don't honestly think we're warriors. <laughs> oh, we're definitely not warrior material. Um, I think I'm an orphan. You know, yeah, that, that, we're definitely orphans. The one, yeah, the ones who didn't really want to do anything. <laughs> that's who we are. That didn't get, that didn't get invited. To, to, yeah. yeah, I think we're definitely yes. orphans. <laughs> the, ones who are, the ones who aren't even really on the list. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they write articles about us in the papers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we we're, carry around the papers to show you. That's the best part. <laughs> it's on the papers so you know. Oh, you guys are really heavy. I heard about you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's actually I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, well I definitely feel like we're orphans. We are talking about the 1979 cult classic, The Warriors. Uh, to, you know, for today's retro pop, and uh, I'm excited. I, I didn't realize how uh, uh, what a rich backstory I guess this this movie has, and and I'm like really really excited to kind of break it down, get into it. We also have a very special. Uh, Maybe this is a one-time segment. Maybe this is a permanent segment. But we are going to be adding a new segment to Retro Pop, uh, and I will I will save it for when the time is right. We hope you appreciate it, uh, Johnny. You ready to talk a little bit about yes. our personal history? Let's do it. Let's come out and play. It's still on, and we're going. Cyrus sent an emissary this afternoon to make sure. Now, Cyrus don't want anybody packed, and he don't want anybody flexing any muscle. So I gave him my word that the warriors would uphold the truce. And everybody says that Cyrus is the one and only. I think we better go have a look for ourselves. All right, my friend. So, personal history with the warriors. Uh, I've always now, Matt. Matt, what? I'm really sorry to interrupt you here, but I think it would go better if I go first because uh, mine is going to be way quicker than yours. <laughs> that's a good point. See, you're get that's yeah. you're smart man. All right, I got you. Yeah, it might be easy to get out of the way. Uh, this is a movie that I'd obviously heard of. I'd heard of the video game too, as well. Always wanted to play it, but never did. Also, uh, here's a giant spoiler alert for everyone who has come to us as the definitive voices in all of retroness. I had, I had until yesterday of the, of this filming um, of this uh, recording had never seen this movie. Never, never seen this movie. Now I have, 
Uh, and that's where I'm going to leave it because uh, some stuff's going to come up later. But that's literally <laughs> my history with this movie. <laughs> did it uh, just real quick? Did it change your life? Oh, it most certainly did. It made me ask questions about myself. You know, plenty of questions. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, it Johnny, also it yeah, also <laughs> it also just reimplied just how sensitive my ears have become. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is not for the faint of heart. Uh, <laughs> It is not for the faint of heart. It is not very uh, politically correct by any means. No, not <laughs> at all. Not at all. But uh, my earliest impression of this, I had always heard about it. I, I think the well, the first aspect of this movie that I always heard about, I always thought these, were, for some reason, these were the main characters. But the baseball guys, the baseball furies, yeah, that was their gang. That was like my first impression. I'm like, wow, a gang of baseball guys. I remember like maybe I watched it in passing, but I've always kind of known about it. But me finally grasping, like getting into this warrior, you know, the warriors, just this cult, like, you know, film, this, this piece of entertainment property was the video game. I went over uh, a friend's house after, excuse me, wrestling practice one day, my junior year of high school. And he's, I'm just like, wow, cool. People are inviting me to stuff. So I went uh, and it changed my life. <laughs> it actually so changed were, my life. So you were not an orphan is what you're trying to tell me in your high school days. No, I still was, but we, we were like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like me begging to get into the meeting with the Gramercy riffs like it, but it still kind of wasn't there yet. Uh, but we go over there and we play this video game, the Warriors, which I've heard about. I've actually seen the commercials like visually. It's really cool. It's made by Rockstar. So, you know, it's good quality. They made Grand Theft Auto, Manhunt, Max Payne at this point. Uh, they've done their stuff and I go and play it and I'm just like, wow. This is, this is like the greatest thing. It's a mix of, uh, there are levels, but it's a, a mix of, I guess, open world to an extent, uh, brawling, debauchery, all sorts of like mini games, like so much fun stuff. And I start getting like, I'm seeing all these gangs. I'm like, whoa, these are really cool. Every gang has like a gimmick. And I think that's what appealed most to me about this property. First and foremost yeah. is that. You know, you and I, Johnny, we both grew up pro wrestling fans. You you gravitate towards athletes with gimmicks, and yep. and every gang in this game had some kind of shtick. They they had a location and a shtick. Uh, the way that they dressed, the way that they carried themselves, and I was just mind blown. Uh, Weapons you know, they used. Yes, yes, it's a, yes, yeah. I love that. I did love that aspect of. And that's one of the things that I always wanted to watch this movie for because I was aware of that stuff in it. Because yeah. even if you hadn't seen this film, if you just follow pop culture at all, you're aware of it. Right. And that's kind of where I was, where I am, or was with this movie. No, with with without a doubt. It, it, yeah, it, it's kind of one of those known, but you kind of got to go and find it. Because I, you know, Johnny said that he didn't. He he was asking me about streaming services, and I was like, brother. Brother, we got some. We got, we got a chain of illegally streamed YouTube links uh, for you. That's what I got. That's how I'm going to yep. present this for you. That's how I first watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like in the middle. Like I, I just like I didn't just go to bed, but I was like kind of sleeping. And he's like, "Bro, you got any got any streaming service stuff for me?" I'm like, yeah, "I'll hook it up on YouTube for you." Um, and I found it. But uh, yeah, the video game blew my mind. I actually played the game video game about a year and a half to two years prior to actually seeing the movie for the first time because just like johnny's instance where he couldn't find a streaming service i had trouble finding it on dvd and uh it was so cool for me to go from the video game see how well that they transitioned 
the movie to the video game as far as storylines, this, that. Um, but I just I just love this rugged nature. I feel like it captures the 70s perfectly. I don't know if it would have felt right as an 80s movie. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but I felt like it was like one of those perfect like 70s cult classic films. If that makes any sense. I, I yeah, I was uh, when I was watching it, my first thought was cuz my first thought was what decade does this movie belong to? Right. <laughs> and my second thought was well, no, that's more for the questions and we'll save that for later, but Yeah. Uh, you know, basically it was my it was my main my first thing was I'm trying to figure out uh when what era this movie uh, was made. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it you you know, you finally find out and you're just like, oh, okay. I guess it I guess it does fit in this this timeline. The hair, just the style of clothing is just um absolutely wild. But you know, just I fallen in love with it. I got my brother hooked on it at a very young age, and we actually finally went to go see Coney Island two or three years ago. I think it was summer of twenty eighteen. I know yeah, it was the first summer when I, after I started this wonderful lifestyle of podcasting that I, I went to Coney Island. We went to New York City for Fourth of July weekend. And I got to see it, and me being a fanboy, I was like, "Oh man, that's where the Warriors fought the fought the the Rogues on the beach." There's the Wonder <laughs> Wheel. You know what I mean? This this you're silly... using the term fault. You're using the term fault uh, very loosely. I'm going to add. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is true. That's okay. The Rogues blew like a thirty to one gang lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, on the beach. Yeah, it was it was a the the ending was a little. But um, but yeah, so I was like, oh, that's where that happened. The Wonder Wheel, which what do I care about? You know, uh, oh, it's not a carousel. What is, is just what's that ride called? I know what you're talking about the big. It's really big circle thing. It lights up the sky. Yeah, um, it's got I, the many, seats in it. What's a carousel? I want to say carousel. Too, no, carousel is the round one. But no, merry go round. No, that's not it. <laughs> is it a carousel? What's that thing called? I'm gonna. I feel really stupid. <laughs> I feel awful. Hold on. Let's, I know what you're talking talk. about. Yeah. The Wonder Wheel. Everybody, I guarantee you people are screaming at their... Uh, it's a Ferris wheel. What a stupid... Ferris wheel. Yes. It was invented right here in North Tonawana, New York, where my studio's at. Uh, quick little fun fact there. Uh, oh, no, it's all over the carousel. I hate everything. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the Wonder Wheel, I got to see that live in, a, in person. I was just like, whoa, this is amazing. And you walk through Coney Island, and in a lot of the locations, they look the same. They, they pulled a lot of influence. And and that's why like the, the you know the, just seeing it in person the movie, the video game it all just connects to this special experience, and plus too I like I I enjoy the fact that Coney Island they acknowledge that the Warriors as you know helped spark their popularity because Coney Island was a dump in the, around that time period, legi- kind of legitimately, um, but they 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 know it they acknowledge it but they don't put it on everything which I thought was very admirable like. If you go to Chuck E. Cheese, you're not getting one item out of the prize the prize stuff without Chuck E. Cheese's face on it. You go to Coney Island, there's there's so much more than just the Warriors, but it always has this hidden, um, this hidden, just kind of I guess like the film, this cult like following where you know it's there, but we don't have to tell you that it's there. And it's it's my brother bought a, a Warriors vest from there, uh, you know, at, at, at in Coney Island, it's uh. It's it's really really quiet. I love the spirit of Coney because does he of the take words. it off? <laughs> he didn't wear it. We know we discussed why. We discussed why. We definitely discussed <laughs> why he did not wear that thing. But 
Um, yeah, I, I, I love this movie. Discovering it was a really cool thing for me in high school. And I just rebeat the video game like last week. And I, I was playing it this morning leading up into this to try and just try and get still hold up. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. They upgrade. Yeah, I mean, they I'll upgraded learn. a little bit with the, you know, the visuals are a little bit upgraded with uh, on the, you know, on the PS4, but I, they hold up very, very well. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, delight, I'm, I'm going to look into, I'm going to look into if the Xbox one will play it because uh, it's the Xbox versions of it are not that expensive. Like I've, I'm seeing like no. 20 bucks on eBay. So yeah, that's probably bad. fair. Yeah, it's it's a good game. It's well worth a buy. So, but that is my myself and Johnny's personal history with the Warriors. Let's bop on over to uh, the history of the Warriors. Now there ain't but twenty thousand police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? All right, so I'm going to imagine that some of you may be like Johnny and have never seen this movie. If you are, Tap on your on the, the, the device the, the, the device that you are listening to this podcast twice. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Okay. So the plot of the <laughs> you didn't hear anything either, Johnny? No. Okay. No. All right. I guess I'm gonna go over the plot really quick. Spoiler alert. It's better, it's it looks better um than just me reading. So the plot of this uh this film is that this 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 gang leader, he's a leader leader of the biggest gang in New York City, his name is Cyrus. Leader of the Gramercy Riffs, he calls a midnight summit of all the city's gangs, dozen or whatever, hundreds of gangs, and uh, he, he invites them to, you know, come to this this giant meeting. Nine unarmed delegates to Van Cortlandt Park. He talks about unity. He talks about you know taking over the city, taxing the crime syndicates, owning the police. If every gang just united together, uh, that they could take over. But, you know, after his famous his famous speech, which I think a lot of people have seen it, and I will definitely use it as a transition for this episode, uh, he gets shot. He gets shot by Luther, the leader of the Rogues gang. Fun little gang. And, uh, and while everybody's fleeing, it gets out that, well, he puts the heat on the Warriors. He, he says that the Warriors did it, the Warriors did it. So now every single gang between... Uh, Van Cortlandt Park in Coney Island, which is a lot. It's a long distance. New York City is a, a, a very huge place, uh, is looking for the Warriors to take them out. There's a hit on them. And, uh, of course, I guess I won't spoil the ending for you, but there's a lot of trials and tribulations throughout the entire movie. Uh, fighting other gangs, getting split up, deaths, so much. It's a really, it's actually a very good adventure movie. And uh, it drew some inspiration from... Uh, Xenophon, he's a uh, he's an Athian boy. He was an Athian born mercenary, philosopher, and historian back in the uh, back in the ancient Greek days. But uh, it was loosely based on his story called Anubis, which was talked about a uh, a an army that was behind the uh, behind the, the the lines of war of uh, some Persian army, and they were fighting to get home. And uh, so there's a lot of inspiration through that, you know, in developing this thing. 
Rights were obtained by producer Lawrence Gordon to write a script for this movie. Uh, he worked with uh, a guy named Walter Hill, who actually directed it. And, you know, in previous, and he sent the script to, to Hill with a copy of Sol Urich's book, The Warriors, which this movie is also very loosely based on. And uh, <laughs> they were all about it. They were all about it. They, they wanted to get it going. And uh, so they started to... They, started to work on it. They took the Warriors to Paramount Pictures because they were interested in youth films at the time and succeeded in getting the project financed. And uh, it came together yeah, very, this, very quickly. Yeah, this, uh, you know, just the, the premise alone sounds very interesting. So I can see why this would uh, really pique some interest there. But also, when you're saying the youth movement, this movie also, when I was, the other thing that really stood out to me uh, as I was watching this is it really also felt like another movie that was also based on a book uh, and I don't know the time frames for when these two movies came out, but they really reminded me of each other. The Outsiders. Uh, yes, really reminded yes. Me of it. I, I, yeah. My brother had me watch this movie. He he watched it because he was told it was like The Warriors, and it's actually a really good movie. I, I yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, it's sure. quite good. Yeah. Uh, let me see. That's 1983, so it came out a couple years after. Came out a couple years after. So, um, but. So, yeah, they, they, they get into it. They start uh, they wanted it to treat it like a the movie, like a like a comic book. They want to divide it up into chapters and, and treat it like a comic book, um, which they eventually did in like a later release of the film. But they because of low budget, they couldn't do it in the initial release in theaters. But like but I you said, kind of you can yeah. kind of see it as you're watching it, though, that they meant to do that. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, with some of the lighter transitions. Which is, which is, I mean, I think really cool. I like the the fact that they were imaginative in that. Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna base comic book. You know, we're gonna have some comic book like features for. It. They really wanted to honor, um, you know, a very popular entertainment medium at that time. So uh, casting, they wanted they obviously wanted a lot of people out of New York City. Uh, of course, you want to have the accents, the personalities, the, uh, the the swagger, I guess, right? And obviously, if you're Got a base movie out of New York City. You might as well go there. Uh, they look to uh, Michael Beck. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to add on to that. Yeah, for sure, as you're watching this, this is a, one of those films in which the locations that they use are most certainly one of the characters of the of the movie. Uh, New York itself, uh, the subway system, for sure. Yes. Uh, and Coney Island, of course, which we mentioned before, are definite characters I feel in this movie as well. Oh, for sure. For for sure. They, they do take a life on itself. I mean, that's why I even when I was talking about the personal history, that's why I like Coney Island. I was so impressed with it. You know, I was like, man, I, how, how cool is this? How cool is this? Um, so Michael Beck, he was actually supposed to be cast in a movie. Uh, or he screened with Sigourney Weaver for a movie called Mad Men. And uh, so they, they looked to him and they, they grabbed actually a bunch of, uh, I guess, unknowns. I, I think would probably be the the uh, there was a lot of unknowns at this time uh, as far as the acting some of the actors that they picked up uh, just so you you know for those who don't know uh, Michael Beck as Swan James Re- Remmer as Ajax who uh, he's actually been in a, a, quite a few films if anybody remembers the second Mortal Kombat movie Annihilation he was Raiden in that I don't know if you knew that Johnny. I did not know that. And yes. I also try to forget that movie. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Uh, Deborah Van Valkenburg as Mercy. Dorsey Wright as Cleon. David Harris as Cochise. Terry Mitchos as Vermin. David Patrick 
Kelly as Luther. He's actually been in a couple films uh, since. Roger Hill as Cyrus. Marcelino Sanchez as Rembrandt. Uh, Lynn Thigpen as the DJ. Uh, Tom McKitterick as Cowboy. And uh, so, so many more. They use a lot. They really went all out with some of their extras. But it's a very, very extensive uh, cast that they have here for the Warriors. Um, you know, there's some other stuff that we'll refer to, I think, in, in the uh, Did You Know section. But uh, filming. So the stunt coordinator, Craig R. Baxley, put the cast through stunt school because he wanted the real, he wanted realistic fights depicted in the film. He should have called my uncle. Um, I guess maybe yeah, my uncle, yes. maybe my uncle's too or, too organized or something. Uh, it's a little bit more professional I, style, but yeah, he wanted. This is legit. This is legit, man. This is legit. My thought was as I was watching some of these, uh, I'm putting this term loosely, fight scenes. Uh, I was like, why didn't they just get Matt's uncle? Because <laughs> I, no offense to this, whoever did this, to whoever you just said, no Craig offense. Baxley, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, you know, I've I liked one fight scene in this thing. Which one was one it? In the, the one in the bathroom. I thought that one was done pretty well. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. I, I did appreciate yeah. that. I did appreciate it. It's really fun to play it, too, in the video game. Oh, it's so oh, good. So. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, so, obviously, they were shooting nights. This movie was supposed to be dark, so they'd shoot from sundown to sunrise, but the problem, part of the problem was that they were doing it in summertime. So, you had limited... Uh, you had limited... Uh, you had limited windows to, to to film some of this stuff. The film quickly fell behind schedule and went over budget. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a there's a lot of did you knows for this. I if I might even chip in, Johnny, if that's okay with you for some of this. Yeah, stuff. please do. Um, yeah, please do because I know there's something I'm going to miss. Like one of my questions, and I could not find this anywhere, so maybe you know, is just how many extras are on this movie? Because just for the gangs alone, there has to be hundreds. Oh God, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah, we will definitely discuss that. Um, and let's see, where do we go? Where do we go? Okay. Uh, the studio would would not allow Baxley, the, the stunt coordinator, to bring any stuntmen in from Hollywood and needed someone to double for the character of Cyrus. Um, so he like did some of the, the some of the stunts himself. And uh <laughs> Actually, here's actual gang members. Like, they had all sorts of trouble with gang members. We're going to go further into that into the Did You Knows. Yeah, I'm I have sure. a lot of that in my Did You Knows. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to go too too far into it, but they had troubles with legitimate gang members uh, throughout this this process of getting this movie. Uh, also, <laughs> the, also filming this, the Rogues uh, car in Coney Island competition was a 1955 Cadillac Curse. They wanted to acknowledge that. There's uh yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of different filming stories. But like I said, I think this is more of a Did You Know in trivia backed episode and i mean that was that's pretty much the, the gist of i mean I, the history of it just the filming process is really incredible like we're gonna read off some absolutely amazing uh things there there's probably the, the story of trying to get this thing published or you know filmed and put out there in the world is maybe even more interesting than the actual movie itself which i think is pretty impressive but uh, yeah, and I'm also very curious how, and hopefully, I'm hoping you get into this in your stats, how this movie was, when it first came out, how people reacted to it, and how well did it do or not do. Because oh. today, it's most certainly a cult classic, but I, I, this kind of feels like, to me, one of those slow burn movies, if you know what I mean, like when it comes out under the radar, and I mean, people are kind of aware of it, but they don't really 
give it much attention, but then it grows and kind of gets a legend upon itself type yeah. of deal. No, with uh, without a doubt, my friend. There's 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 a lot that goes into this. It's it's this this is why it's a cult classic. So that's the the basic, bare minimum, uh, history of the Warriors. But uh, we're gonna move on to our debut segment. I'm so excited for this. I've been get I for the least I think the last 24 hours I've been kind of teased this, and I, I can't wait to see what it turns out to be. Uh, let's go on to Johnny Asks. Where are they? Maybe we better take off. Yeah, right. Yeah, so Matt, yesterday, as of again, as of this recording, was the first time I ever sat down and actually watched this film. Um, so I literally have here a yellow sheet full of, of paper of some questions uh, that I have for you that I would like for you to respond to. Yeah, let's try my best. <laughs> And see what you think or what you see if you maybe you even know. I don't know. You might know the answers to some of these. Okay. I'll try my best. My first my first impression of this movie after watching it. Okay. I went into this movie thinking that this was gonna be uh a movie where there's a lot of fighting, right? Like they go fighting gangs and different types of gangs. They fight them all the time. That is not what this movie is. That does happen from time to time, but this movie is mainly a Let's run from this place to that place movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, when, yeah, that's why I think why I appreciate the game so much more than I, you know, that I, you know, than the movie sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So here comes my first question. Everything I see the Warriors do and say are, are they the, the good guys? <laughs> uh, anti-hero, maybe. I don't think there are really Probably. any good gangs. Well, maybe right, that's fair. Maybe some. They're the anti-heroes. Um, oh Christ! Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> if they if they remade this movie today, it would just be a different movie because there's just so much you couldn't. Uh, the the words they use. One of the first words, and obviously I'm not going to repeat it, but one of the first words you hear in this movie is a uh, a term that is not okay today. <laughs> Uh, and my ears were pierced the second I heard that word. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Yeah, and then you hear it multiple times afterwards. Uh, it, yeah, it's it. The thing, yeah, no, I, in no way am I justifying it. I understand that the time period that this was filmed at, yes, that was considered okay. But uh, yeah, that I guess I mean maybe that adds to the the aura of this movie. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like perhaps I perhaps. I guess. <laughs> um, the, all right. I'm going to ask you this question too. How do you feel women are treated in this movie? <laughs> uh, not not very not very well. <laughs> Poorly, but as uh, 
objects. Yeah. It, <laughs> y- yes, yes, not as not as people. There is there is a constant, constant uh, aroma of even these quote unquote good guys just wanting to uh, get with the women, whether they want them to be gotten with or not. <laughs> they have no choice in this. Uh, plenty of uh, what I would say are attempted sexual assaults, honestly, uh, <laughs> happened in this movie. There is some legal issues, yes. This would actually be a very fun <laughs> – this would be a fun segment to kind of mock do – a, do a mock courtroom session. Uh, yeah. th- this this would be a – just – yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Uh, I mean, if it was, I don't think we'd be t- – which is, you know, kind of messed up, but – if I think if it was like if they did treat women with respect, uh, and they don't have this like weird edginess to it, I don't know if we're talking about it today, which is like a terrible thing to say, but um, I, I like it feels like authentic in that manner, which I got I have to give the producers credit for. I'm sure these actors knew that this stuff was wrong, but you know, at the same time, I think it gave it like these, it made these uh gang members feel a little bit more realistic, you know, uh. It, of course, considering some of the gangs had clown paint and bright yellow jackets and <laughs> yeah, we're a baseball team and karate uniforms and a yes, a baseball team. So this this uh, aspect sure there's mimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah the clown. Um, yep. I okay. So Mercy, that's the that's the main woman, right? In that's this correct. movie, yep. I think it's. Yeah, uh, I have. She is the biggest question mark to me in this whole movie, right? Like, she first meets this, the Warriors, and you think she's with the orphans, because that's kind of how she's introduced. But, but she's obviously, uh, she's trying to start fights between the two. Yeah. Uh, she wants violence and fights. She starts following the Warriors around. And the whole time, they treat her like hot garbage, <laughs> like complete garbage. When they first catch on that she's following them, they literally talk about running a – and I. this is how they say it in the film, so please know that. This is not me saying this. This is not a joke. This They say this. We're going to run a train on you is what they say to her. <laughs> and they're not like, I think you'll like it, that type of thing. Yeah, they're all uh, laughing. So they're, oh. yeah, they're all laughing about it. Ha, ha, sex assault yeah (laughs) that's kind of how it's presented and you would think that would be enough for her to be like i don't want to be a part of this but no she continues to follow them and is with them through the whole movie and never leaves their side despite constantly and i mean constantly being treated like garbage no matter when she even helps them like in fights and stuff she she helps in the fights and they still treat her like garbage (laughs) she stays around Brown. Yeah, I, I don't, I still don't know why she left the orphans to to be with that. But they were the much nicer group. They were my favorite gang because I feel like I could be a part of them. Like they are just like, hey, we just want to get along. That type of type of gang. Right. Yeah. yeah they'll, bring can... a, they'll bring gift baskets to other gangs. <laughs> yeah. Like I, a, yeah. That was nice a fruit spot. Gifts it. Yeah. <laughs> Do charities and stuff. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's that type of gig. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I I understand that they needed to do a few, uh, you know, have a female lead, but yeah, they did not treat her very well. And uh, no. And like I said, it it, it unfortunately it, it, but 
you know, it adds to the realness of that, that you know, of gangs, I think, and, and brought to a, a better light, but uh, well, not a better light, but a more accurate uh, depiction of it. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was one of the weirdest leads, lead female actress kind of roles that I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the acting overall is fine. Like even her acting, she was good. Like, I thought she, she was great. Yeah, her acting was her acting was great. It's like I'm not blaming her for for this. <laughs> Just weird how this was written. Uh, one of my big questions too is what what world is this? <laughs> it is like a because it almost feels like a post apocalypse type of deal, right? It's kind of how it's set up in a way. Uh, it definitely feels like it's in some kind of alternate reality. That's yeah, that's for sure. Um, I mean, you know, the second I, if I ever walk out of my if I'm walk into like a store or something, and there's a gang of mimes just kind of sitting there talking, I'd I'd be like, what What is this? What? Well, what they wouldn't is, be talking. Well, <laughs> you're you're right. What a, What a silly comment I just made. Uh, if they're just doing stuff like playing with knives, see a bunch and, of mimes <laughs> pretending to eat food. Yeah. <laughs> Outside yeah, of the 7-Eleven yeah. by my apartment? Yes, I would be yeah. very, very... St- I would be startled uh, a little bit. It's uh, it's it's pretty... It's amazing. Uh, I, I there It does feel a little lifelike, but at the same, same time not. Because I watch these movies, and at the same time, I'm like, what do these guys do for their day jobs? Like, <laughs> like oh, that's a great question. Well, I, I really thought, I'm like, do they have day jobs? Or do they just dress up at night and act like gangsters or is this how they are sun up to sundown is that how they operate um do they have driver's licenses yeah, do, they, do they have homes do, yeah. they, do they have homes that they live in i mean these are great <laughs> questions yeah like um, like they, they get done with fighting the rogues on the beach and like all right uh, i'll see you guys i'll see you guys tonight <laughs> yes <laughs> i gotta go i'm gonna go play atari i'll see you at night guys take care uh yeah um okay matt why why is this is the events in this movie uh, on the radio? Like, why is this woman, this DJ uh, sitting here giving you play by play by what's happening on the streets? It, uh, uh, right. Yes, that is a good question. I always wondered. I'm like, wow, is this public like radio? Like, people can listen to this? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, was very, I was very confused. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it it adds a nice touch a confusing but nice touch to the movie with this um this this woman with a lovely voice by the way is just talking about yeah yes. t- street news and uh you know it's like shoot i was listening to i was listening to uh you know if you're listening to the radio and it's like oh i was listening to frankie valley in the four seasons why is this woman telling me about the warriors running away from the from the baseball furies <laughs> why why is she talking i just want to listen to the frankie valley in the four seasons yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, and here's my last one. Um, so to watch this on YouTube for free, and again, I understand how the this is a. a, a I don't know how long it'll be on YouTube. I guess the best way for me to. It's put been this. there for a while, I think. But it's broken down into nine-minute parts, right? Like each part is nine minutes. That's kind of how it's broken down on YouTube. Yeah. Unless you pay for it and then i think you can get the whole thing but straight through yeah uh, so i was watching these and then i get to the part where um the, the gang the, the the warriors are split up and some of them see uh this uh group of ladies on the subway and they follow them back to i guess a party or something 
Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, yes, yes. And then the next part was going to start, but it wanted me to sign in uh, to check my age verification there. And I just didn't feel like doing it. So there's nine minutes of this movie that I did not see, Matt. Interesting. Uh, I, <laughs> I didn't see nine minutes of this movie. I need you to let me know because obviously something happened at that party because the next scene I saw those, uh, those, those, those that same group of guys from the Warriors and they didn't look very happy about whatever had just happened. Oh, oh, so you need me to explain it to you. Okay. Yeah, I need you to tell me what happens at this party because I All don't right. know. So they think they're going to get lucky. They're partying with the ladies. Right, yes. And uh, uh, this is when the Warriors find out that all of the gangs of New York City think that they killed Cyrus. So they start, the ladies start shooting at him. And they're trying to break what? down the door. It, it's it's a very intense nine minutes. Uh, you know, kicking down the door, uh, trying to get away. And, they, I mean, they eventually do. And they're like, they have to call it in that they blew it and, and all this stuff. But this this that scene is actually pretty important because, you know, they just think that the truce is off between all these gangs. They didn't realize that the entire that all of New York City, thousands upon thousands of gang members in New York City think that they they're the ones who killed Cyrus and ruined this ultimate you know, plan of theirs. Okay. I was very curious about that because the last thing I saw was one of them was actually making out with one of the ladies and it looked like the other two were about to be able to do this. Well, the other one, the third guy wanted to leave. Yes. Um, Rembrandt. I'm sure he got called. Yeah. I'm sure he got called a word for that because they, they called themselves that all the time. They actually, I don't think they did. They were actually very nice. Ajax was the only mean one um, in this, in this group. He was the, well, he was pretty mean. He wasn't the only mean yeah. one, but he was he was the meanest. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, for a movie that has a lot of, uh, well, it actually doesn't have as much as you think, but there is violence in this movie. Uh, it's not very gory at all. No. Uh, it's really not. So, uh, uh, just know that going in, uh, if that's an issue to you, don't worry about it with this one. I think the biggest issue with this one is it's a movie out of time. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's with, probably the best. This, that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah, uh, with stuff that is not acceptable today. Uh, that's in this movie. So just know that going in, if you're going to watch it, there's some stuff that will. If you're a sensitive little boy like myself, uh, your ears are going to sting a little bit from some of the things they say. But uh, surprise, <laughs> yes, yes. yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, Matt. Uh, to end this segment, I was going to give this movie a review, right? Yeah, I was going to give this a score. Uh, so you used to do a movie review show, show too, didn't you? Right? You used to do horror movie reviews. Yes, uh, but I, but that was where I would actually never watch the movie. I would just watch the trailer. And just oh, I see, it. I see, I see. So this was going to be different. I actually did watch this movie, and I'm going to give this a score out of ten, like I do on my other show, Retro Retro List. Uh, anytime we do, we cover a movie. I may do this from here on out. Because uh, I'm sure there'll be other times we cover other other films. Um, I'm going to base this on would I suggest other people watch it, and would I uh, watch it again? So here's the thing: I don't know if I'd watch it again. I think okay. I've seen it enough. Yeah, the next but time also, we'll watch the game or to play the game. Yeah, that's what I was literally about to say. I still want to play the game really bad. I think the game would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I- rocks. Stars make, makes great games to start with, so I know the game's got some pedigree behind it. So I do want to I do want to play the game. And oddly enough, I think if somebody came to me and said, "Should I watch the Warriors?" Depending on who, on who that person is, I may say, 
oh, maybe you should give it a shot. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, the fight in the in the uh, public bathroom in a sub, I think it was in a subway. I'm assuming because that's where most yes. of the movie takes place. Yeah. Uh, that part's really that's a really cool fight scene. I did like that fight scene a lot. Um, the baseball fight scene with the baseball uh, bad guys gang is very disappointing. <laughs> I'm gonna I shove feel- that bat up your ass and turn into a popsicle. <laughs> yes. yes he says that that's the actual quote and uh, but that was quite disappointing to me um the police are technically another uh are kind of presented as another gang in this movie in a way yeah uh yeah because they're just like you know just wandering the halls of the subway <laughs> for whatever reason they're considered um, a game our gang in the video game actually they do it uh they have an extra rumble mode where when you play through the game you unlock different gangs to play as in the rumble yeah. mode and there's a get there's a police gang that's that you get to play as it's a lot of fun yeah. <laughs> you know one of and this is a giant spoiler alert I, I guess in a way uh but this is not at the end of the movie but this happens in the movie one of the warriors gets arrested and the whole time that he was getting arrested i thought i'm kind of glad this guy's getting arrested because <laughs> this whole movie he's been uh, a garbage human being <laughs> so, uh, he i mean he got mad at the woman who set him up because he was going to, he was forcing himself on her and uh, she just happened to be smart enough to have handcuffs and handcuff him to the, and a whistle, to the bench, to the park bench and a whistle yeah. and a whistle. That's yeah. AJ, that's uh, AJ so, for you. <laughs> yes. I was very happy for her. I was afraid something was going to happen to her. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give this movie out of 10, uh, with 10 being my highest recommendation and uh, recommendation and one being, uh, do not go near this. I'm going to give this a very, uh, I feel like this is so middle of the road for me, a five. Because there's some aspects of it that I, uh, I think the premise of this thing, I really want this movie remade, Matt. Yeah. But with today's, uh, saying standards feels weird, but today's, uh, like some of that, obviously some of those words I wouldn't want used again. I get why they were used back then. I just don't care for them. You can use yeah. other things to, uh, bust somebody's balls with. You can use something else. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and still sound, you know, like a, you know, like tough and hard and stuff. Uh, so I kind of want this movie remade, but with more, definitely more fighting. I think we could have better fight scenes now, yes. for sure. They're talking about doing uh, a Netflix show. Away. Uh, who are the that guys? That might be good. The, who are the guys who did the? Uh, I think they did N- Avenger. Uh, is it the Russo brothers? I think the Russo brothers, yeah. I think they're talking about they. Oh, a couple of years ago, this is a story that they were talking about doing a Netflix series on this. Netflix or one of those see, developing would, it. See, that'd be a great idea uh, to bring it back. I like that idea. Speaking of Netflix, this is way off uh, base. Before we get into your, your Matt stats, um, on Netflix right now, and I'm saying this because uh, this fits in with Retropop, and this is a something that we covered, Matt. There's a new do- documentary on there. It's like an hour and a half long. Highly recommend it. It's really good. And it's called The Last Blockbuster. And it's about the story of Blockbuster and the coming down to the last blockbuster that's in Bend, Oregon. Highly recommend it. It's really, really good. Uh, and with that being said, though, Matt, I think it's time for us to get into some Matt's stats. Maybe you ought to show me your invitation. How do you figure? You come on and down here, invading our territory. No permits, no parley. We're not invading. And I'm parleying right now. We were just at that big meeting up in the Bronx. We're going home to Coney. 
train gets messed up by the fire and dumps us here. I don't know what you're talking about, man. How could this be a big meeting if the orphans wasn't there? Listen, you didn't miss anything. There was a lot of hassle, a lot of heads got busted. Yeah, you think the orphans ain't with it? You, you think the orphans ain't well known? We didn't say that. Well, we got a heavy rep. You mess with us and you'll find that out. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Stats portion of the show. So, so much. Well, maybe it's not going to be as good as did, did you know, as I can assure you that, but there's a lot of fun stuff to be had. All right. So the very first thing, the the uh, the budget for this film was roughly six to seven million dollars. All right. Uh, it's final. And this is without inflation being I think with inflation, it's about 80 something million. But uh, actual, you know, for its time, twenty two point four million dollars in box office. Uh, oh, so it did make money then. It did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely did. Despite a lot of the, you know, the, a lot of the behind the scenes, the issues that they had. Uh, internationally, it made nine hundred and forty three dollars. <laughs> uh, I found that one out, so I don't know where it was released internationally. But please repeat that. Repeat that. Say that one more okay. time. The international box office for the Warriors movie nine hundred and forty three dollars. <laughs> Let me just That's put the incredible. let me just put this nine hundred forty three dollars on top of the rest of the twenty two and a half million. Uh, let's see if they got the. That's got incredible details. Yeah. Oh, New Zealand. Oh, it just got released in New Zealand. <laughs> okay, it was released on February fourth, twenty twenty one, in New Zealand. On uh, yeah. What? <laughs> yes, that is where the. That's mind blowing. That's I just learned that. Okay. So that's pretty cool. It, yeah, it open, opening weekend it was in one theater in it, or $943. That is is that good then? <laughs> they, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious how much they left in and cut out. Uh, it was in 2021, right? Yeah, that was just two a month ago. So that's, I mean, I do know that New Zealand uh, has had way better uh, luck and reaction with the, the virus and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's not as much of a deal there, but it's still something you got to be concerned about. Um, so going to a movie, um, I don't know. Like, like bro, you didn't even make a thousand dollars in one theater. <laughs> one theater, yeah. you didn't even make a thousand dollars. Why? <laughs> the DVD's been out for thirty years. Well, the movie, the yeah. for VHS DVD, it's been out for thirty years. Why? I don't know. Um, it's open. I don't know wild. if I, I don't know if I said this, it's opening weekend was 3.5 million, which is almost half its, uh, half its budget. Uh, it'll, I think it played in over 600 theaters, 600 theaters. Its biggest weekend was, I think 6.37 mil, um, as well. Let me run through some of these other, there's over 50 gangs that were listed in the, in the script. Some made it into the movie. Others did not. There's some that just made it into the video game. There's actually a bunch of gangs that were listed in the video game uh, that were in the video game. They're not on this list. I'm about to read to you. I'm going to read off uh, all the gangs that were in the original script. Well, it's, uh, there's some there's some interesting ones. <laughs> uh, this should be fun. The Alley Cats, the Amsterdam All-Stars, Baseball Furies, which, you know, we, we've seen those in there. The Black Hands, the Black Jacks, Big Trains, Boppers. Uh, see... Maybe they wanted to send her to the big trains. That's what that's what they were talking about. They didn't want. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe I took it wrong. That's uh, <laughs> see now we know. Uh, the Boppers, the Boyle Avenue Runners, the Charlemagne's, the Colt Forty Fives. I am I like the name of that one. 
the dealers, the Delaney Rovers, the Destroyers, the Dingoes, East Street Blazers, Easy Aces, Electric Eliminators, 8th Street Bombers, uh, the Fastballs, 5th Street Bombers, Phil Moore's, Fire Tasters. This sounds like, what's that? This sounds like, uh, when you, you remember the old, uh, like from the 90s, the, the game shows on Nickelodeon, the, the names they'd give those teams? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It sounds, like, <laughs> it sounds like a really bad Bar League dodgeball team. It, all of these. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Fire Tasters, the Five Points, the Gerards. <laughs> The Gladiators, the Gohars, the Gunhill Dancers, the Gramercy Riffs, the Hi Hats, that's the clown gang, the mime gang, uh, the High Rollers, the Homeboys, the Hoplites, the Howitzers, the Hucks, the Hurricanes, the Imps, the Jesters, the Jones Street Boys, Judas Bunch, the Jupiters, knock, the Knockdowns, the Knuckles, the Lizzies, the Locos, the Magicians, the Meat Packers. Oh, I want to be, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the Mongols, the Moonrunners, the Napoleons. Everybody who's listening to this show since the beginning knows I'm a big Napoleon Bonaparte fan. Uh, I would be all about the Napoleons. The Nickel Steaks. You're probably, you're, you're probably too tall. For right. it. You're probably right. It's just a bunch of little people. A bunch of shorter people. <laughs> the Night Riders. Over like five, five. <laughs> the, yeah. If you're, too, if you're tall enough to ride a roller coaster, you can't be in this game. Uh, yeah. The Night Riders, the Ninth Avenue Razors, the Orphans, the Panzers, the Phillies, the Plainsmen, the Punks, the Queensbridge Mutilators. That's a cool name. The Real Boys, the Red Hook Shooters, the Roadmasters, the Rogues, the Romans, the Runaways, the Saracens, the Saratogas, the Savage Huns, Shanghai Cross, or excuse me, Shanghai Sultans, Southern Cross, uh, Speedwagons, the Sports. That's a very boring name. The Stevedores. I'm curious about that. The Stilettos, the Stonebreakers, the Terriers, the Turks, the Turnbull ACs, the Van Cortland Rangers, obviously the Warriors, uh, the Whispers, the Xenophones, the, Xyl- the Xylophones, uh, the Yo-Yos, Youngbloods, Zodiacs, and Zulus. So that is uh, that is every gang that was let in the script. Uh, let's look through some of our other stuff. $500. Here's a number for you. $500 a day. The producers, the, the entire company producing, filming this, this Warriors movie paid a real-life gang called the Mongrels $500 a day to protect their film trucks because gang, actual gangs in the areas did not like the fact that uh, they were not using actual gangs to, to film this movie. So they would experience thousands and thousands of dollars of damage to their equipment uh, until they hired this Mongrels gang. Um, well, it does say protected in quotes, too, so I find that pretty uh, pre- pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. What do we got next here? There's all sorts of stuff spread out. We're using I, I'm using imdb.com. It's a lot of uh, a lot of did you know stuff. It took 60 days to shoot this film from midnight to 8 a.m. That was their typical. Uh, that was kind of their recording, their filming schedule. Um, let's see. Because the movie kind of takes place over one night, right? Basically. Yes. Yeah, it takes place over one night. Uh, here we go. Here's the question you were asking there earlier, Johnny. There were 1,000 extras used at the big meeting. Wow. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. All the Baseball Furies actors were 30 years or older. I don't know why that's, you know, it's it kind of, I guess it's kind of interesting. Um, let's jump to some of these other ones. Not a whole lot more. Uh, the video game did really well for itself. Uh, it sold 
it the game made uh without inflation 37 million dollars so uh but roger hill who played cyrus filed a $250,000 lawsuit because they used his voice and depiction of the video game without his permission, and he claimed that it would not have been very difficult to pay for for the company to pay since they made so much money. So that was a thing. Uh, he's not wrong. No, he's not. You got to get paid for your work, man. Um, in one of the deleted scenes, Cleon says, uh, Cleon, the, the, the former warlord of the, the Warriors, said that the, the Warriors have a, a about a... 120 members that are part of their gang, which uh, that's a lot. Create kind of crazy to think that times, you know, times all the gangs across <laughs> all across New York. But uh, I think that's, I mean, that's really the big stuff for the stats. There's a lot of like little things. I just, uh, you know, really aren't that important. Let's uh, let's head on over to Johnny's. Did you know? Man, I want to retitle this for today, for this for this episode. Johnny and Matt's, did you know? Oh yeah. If you got stuff to throw in, please, please do so. Yeah, I'm gonna let you let you say what you got, and then I'll I'll try and follow up as best as I can. All right. So here's one that you actually told me before we started recording. Here's some a little bit of did you know casting? A couple big names who were mentioned to be casted in this, and obviously they did not end up being in the film. Uh, Tony Danza being one. Uh, who's the boss, Warriors? Who's the boss? Uh, and of course, Robert De Niro, uh, a huge name, uh, but he he was busy trying to tell Greg not to not to milk him. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Tony Danza, he actually took up Taxi instead of this, so <laughs> probably a smart choice. <laughs> probably, um, probably. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Uh, okay, so filming during the scene with the orphans, which is honestly my favorite scene in this whole movie <laughs> with these orphans. Uh, well, that was uh, that apparently took a bit because there was a police chase in between it. <laughs> uh, I couldn't imagine the uh, the annoyance of that. Um, uh, during the whole time this movie was being filmed, they were filming this on location, so they would have crowds all the time. And like Matt was saying, they filmed this at night, so these film these crowds would be there even at three a.m. Just just be around, and a lot of times they were awfully loud. <laughs> Yeah, and they would have to kick some people out and everything like that. So that was uh, very much annoying. Um, when the Turnbull or Turnbull ACs, that's one of the gangs, uh, visited a a hamburger joint when they were filming, people fled that place because they thought it was being attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and these poor actors just wanted a hamburger. <laughs> Unbelievable! No respect. That's that's amazing though. <laughs> All right, so uh, this this happened a lot, and you kind of already mentioned it a little bit, Matt. But the homicides were the real gang of Coney Island and didn't approve of fictional gangs wearing colors on their turf. So the wardrobe department made sure that nobody walked off the location wearing the colors of the Warriors. That's probably why your brother made a very smart decision. To not wear yeah, that oh, it, I mean, it is, it is well documented that that's a thing. <laughs> 
yeah that's that's that is that is wild stuff uh filming had to be re- relo- uh, relocated on occasion due to the crowd noises uh like i said they would get really loud so they'd have to just say hey we're just gonna have to move this movie somewhere else <laughs> but that's gonna be so annoying uh crew members were sent threats on their lives because local gangs had not been cast yeah and you mentioned this they they would have thousands of dollars of their equipment get damaged uh when from gangs kind of breaking in and, and breaking stuff left and right uh i i kind of wonder i'm sure there are responsible people in a gang (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know when you want to get work done i I don't think gangs do not have the reputation of being of doing what they're told i'm just gonna say that (laughs) Uh, that's not part of their rep no Uh, uh crew lighting calls the light sensitive street lights to switch on in the scenes below the subway so they, the crew would actually have to go over the light sensors of the street lights. Uh, so in other words, these lights would uh, would cut on uh, or set to cut on during certain times of day. And uh, they would cut on, they didn't want them on because of all the lights and stuff. To yeah, I'm sure it throws things. off all the film. I mean, it's hard to shoot in the dark as it is, so I'm sure that added an extra layer of yeah. trouble. I think one of the most famous gangs in this whole movie, though, are the Baseball Furies. And uh, they were created because uh, Walter Hill loved both baseball and the group Kiss, <laughs> which yes. makes total sense. If you're watching, if you see this, they're literally the marriage of Kiss and baseball is what that group is. It is. It, it's a yeah, and you you could tell it instantly too, instantly. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The crew. This is awful. The crew once got urinated on. Uh, <laughs> Due to the noise they were making at night, so apparently somebody's like, "Hey, shut up! <laughs> I'm trying to sleep." And just so they just peed on you know, them. Yeah, New York City, them. man. New York City is a wild place. Yeah. Wild place. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never been there, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> the film trucks were quote unquote. You already said this, but they were protected by the mongrels for five hundred dollars a day. Uh, David Patrick Kelly, who's the guy, who's the guy who played Luther. Actually, with that famous line, very famous line, Warriors come out to play, yay. He says it multiple times while he's, like, uh, clinking in some bottles together. Uh, he actually based this on a taunt uh, that a neighbor used to <laughs> chant at him as a kid. So I guess he would say, like, you know, David, come out to play, yay. That's creepy. So he, <laughs> That is very creepy. Come yeah. and get candy. You know, it's like it's very, <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Uh, this movie uh, had a had a f- very famous fan, though, that being President Ronald Reagan. Uh, actually liked this movie so much that he called up Michael Beck to tell him uh, that he loved his movie. And that's a weird, weird. I would not see Ronald Reagan liking this movie, but hey, what do I know? Yeah. He was I mean, an actor. He, yeah, I was going to say, he does no movies. He does no movies. Yeah. In the subway where Mercy is, that's that's the main woman that we've talked about is running with Fox's double. She fell and sprained her wrist because the actor didn't let go of her hand. And that's why she actually has a jacket later on to cover up the bandage. So they, random. They do. I was like, why do they do that? Why it is, does she have... it's, it's very random, but I think I think uh, she gets asked why she has the jacket, right? I think she does in a movie. Yeah. And she just doesn't even really give a response that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's why she had it due to that, though, because she actually had a cast. Uh, 
In one take, Michael Beck, a, a quote-unquote swan, swings a bat into Deborah's face in a scene where he throws it at a cop, and she has to get rushed to the hospital and uh, at 3 a.m. for stitches because she got smacked in the face with a baseball bat. Whew. The original poster for this movie featured the words, and this is one of the quotes from the main, uh, from that main uh, speech. These are the armies of the night. They are 100,000 strong. They outnumber the cops five to one. They could run New York City. Uh, apparently a lot of people didn't like seeing this. <laughs> and it, it very much upset them. And they tried to get the movie banned for, for that reason and that reason alone. Everything else apparently was fine. Uh, Thomas Waits, that's the Fox, left the film midway through filming. And that's why uh, he gets viciously murdered by a subway train. <laughs> He's uh, the only, uh, besides Cyrus at the beginning, he's the only other person who's actually killed in this movie. And it's because like, he's wrestling with a cop and a cop tosses him in front of a train as the train's coming down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's crazy to think that this this character would have lasted longer if the you didn't get into it with the, uh, you know, very likable character, too. I, oh, I know, you know one of the more likable characters to, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he gets, I mean, that, that alters a lot of stuff, you know, factors in the film, a lot of different factors. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, they usually don't do that. They, they'll do that for TV series, but movies, they'll, they'll sometimes they'll, they'll try and they'll do like reshoots or something. I mean, obviously it, it, they were fell behind, but uh, I think that's a pretty interesting thing that this incident changed the way that the movie played out. Yeah. He just, so he just left and then, like you said, I wonder if uh, if he hadn't left, if they would have kept kept him in the movie longer. Like if they, they would have, that probably totally changed that scene. Oh, for sure, assume. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, Matt. What do you want to add to it? Um. Well, it was actually doing like I don't think you touched on this. Uh, the film was actually doing really well and on pace to be one of the best like box office movies of all time. But, uh, but because there were so many, because it was like geared towards gangs there's a lot of violence there's a lot of disruptions and they actually a lot of paramount actually allowed a lot of theaters to pull out of their contract for the warriors for for their own safety so there was it was one of those films that got pulled from pulled from the theaters very very quickly not because it was doing bad but because they were you know because of various disturbances uh you know during viewings which i think is 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 pretty crazy that you know because we said that the box it's a success it's a success it made it made money but at the same time um it could have been even bigger than than what it was which is which is honestly it's it's pretty astonishing um let's see there's a couple oh uh so the big scene in the park right where we mentioned there's a thousand uh extra characters a lot of those a lot of the people that played those extras were real gang members from New York City they hauled them in uh, as a as a gesture of goodwill towards the gangs for filming on their territory, so obviously there is some realistic like turf thing here in New York City, uh, especially wearing different colors and stuff. Like we mentioned, the gang that gave the Warriors you know trouble for wearing their colors and in this and that. Um, yeah, they use a thousand uh, a thousand extras. They're all legitimate gang members that they dialed up and. And in, in put in the scene what they did, though, because uh, the police were like, oh, this is not a good idea. You get rival gangs and stuff and all in the same place and whatever. They paid them all, obviously. 
but the uh, the they actually put uh, undercover cops in as some of the gangs that to just in case anything happened, which I found uh, which I which I found pretty intriguing. There's uh, I do want to acknowledge that there's you know on this some of the, just some of the the music really helps make this movie too. It's not really a did you know, but uh, the music written by Barry Devorzan and uh, they have another one song written by or played by Eagles guitarist Joe Walsh in the city. Uh, just just really helped make this movie. Uh, some big time some big time movie you know music people that you know I guess gave this film some identity. The, the music to me was one of the big things. Uh, for this yeah it definitely helps with the feel of it it does the movie for sure yeah. uh let's see i think you actually covered a lot of the big ones i didn't know if you're going to get to cover the urine part uh where they were getting peed on for <laughs> oh of course if i say anything <laughs> about urine i'm going to cover it that's the johnny guarantee that's the johnny guarantee that's funny but yeah i think you did it i think you did a pretty good job covering the big stuff yeah i just had, had a couple other things uh to add and we're good to go let's move on to the uh what wow where does the Warriors, you know, fit in with pop culture today? Why'd you do it? Why'd you waste Cyrus? No reason. I just like doing things like that. <laughs> Let's do it. Me and you. One on one? You're crazy. dead all of you and you know it you're dead all right so where the warriors fit in pop culture today well it was good enough for rockstar to do a very unique video i'm going to say that i mean i know it was 15 years ago but you know, Rockstar doesn't need, you know, Rockstar went back in time to produce a very good video game. They didn't need to. You could just live off of the Grand Theft Auto money train. Uh, and they have a ton of great other independent properties, too, that they've had. You know, your Max Payne's, your Red Dead's, your, uh, you know, Manhunt's, and so and much Bully. more in between. Bully, Bully, another great one, too. Uh, they didn't need, they, they didn't need to, to do it. That's how I think iconic this movie is. And like it's 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 very highly regarded. A lot of critics went back in time, uh, well, back and rewatched it because it got very low remarks. That was one of the most astounding things about this movie is that it did so well, but critics were burying it every chance that they could get, understandably so. Um, but they re back, they went back and visit, and it got like an eighty-eight percent, I think, by uh, average, by a lot of, uh, by a lot of, you know, critics kind of going back in time to look at it. I just think it's a it's a really cool I think it's a really cool flick. Um, definitely, you got to have a certain taste for it, but um, it's it, it's impressive nonetheless. I personally like. I would love to, love to see a video game remake remake at this point, make it even more open world. But uh, you know, they're obviously going away from some of the language used in that. But I, the cult identity, I think, is just is probably my favorite part of all this. Uh, how um, how it. It's, I guess, kind of like like in the same light as Empire Strikes Back, where people didn't like it when it first came out, but they go back and watch, and it's it's increased in popularity. Yeah, very much so. I mean, Empire is a great, uh, is a great example because uh, now that's basically the best Star Wars movie, right? That's what everybody almost yeah unanimously agrees. That's the best of all the Star Wars movies. Um, yeah, this 
the Warriors, to me, obviously has some staying power because it still gets quoted today. Uh, you know, it's still uh, – here's the thing. Here's how you know that you're going to be a part of pop culture for a while is that uh, other things will parody you, and this and this gets parodied a lot. Yeah, that's how I became aware of it was through other shows, kind of a, a gently mocking it in a way, would make jokes about it and stuff, or or the quotes and that that type of deal. So that's how you know that you've done something that has put a stamp on pop culture. Uh, I would love to see this remade. Um, uh, you know, you heard my review earlier. I I I think I agree with you. If I'd gotten to play the video game, like I really wanted to, I think I would have perhaps like this movie more than i did or at least understand it better yeah uh which which really says a lot about the video game honestly that's usually you don't get that with games based on movies i don't i mean i'm not much of a video game guy anymore like i i enjoy retro like older stuff but like this this one like changed my life uh, i guess in, in, in a little bit like i was just when you play a video game and it become you just grow an obsession with a with an entertainment property it's uh it's it's really something but but yeah, I mean, maybe maybe go play the video game and watch the movie once more, and maybe you'll appreciate it a little bit more. I don't know, um, but I, that's you know, I, I think it, it might help your 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 movie viewing experience. Yeah, so uh, I could definitely see later on more uh, things or more things made based upon this uh, this property for sure. Um, I think this is going to be one of those things unless they continue to make stuff about it, though, that's going to be uh, a cult classic for a long time uh, that people will bring up every once in a while. But it would be not be unusual for a lot of people to be like me and not have seen it. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I did not think I was in a the minority there. Um, so I do think it'll be around for a while, though. Uh, I, I I could definitely see a Netflix series on this. I'd enjoy it. You know, and I think it would. I mean. Look what they did with the Karate Kid, right? Like they made a great, oh, God, yeah. uh, fantastic series with it uh, that I would dare say rivals the films now with how good they are. Uh, I mean, you could do something very similar with with that. Just get that same stunt coordinator, honestly, because that guy, whoever or guy girl, whoever's doing that, they make some great fight scenes in that show. So they uh, do use, use that for the Warriors or something. I don't know, uh, but yeah, man, I think it'll be around for a while, but I do not see it being. Uh, it's definitely no Star Wars. I mean, no. it's, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, I, I think if the video game didn't come out, we, we again, we might not be talking. We, I know, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. That's like it, it does have that cult following, but I think the, I know the video game helped it uh, out right. quite a bit. I, I, maybe that's something that the Rockstar could do in the future is find more of like just these cult classic movies and expand on them. I think that would be a nice touch. But, uh, but that is it for the Warriors episode, Johnny. What do we got? Uh, look forward to when we come back here in two weeks. Yeah, Matt, I think it's time for us to, I don't know, get slimed. You know, it's Nick, 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 a Nickelodeon, I believe is what I want to cover. We're going to cover the story and history of the one of the greatest channels of my childhood, Nickelodeon. Okay. I like the sound of that. So make sure you follow, uh, find us on Facebook. Give us a like. If you're, if you're listening to us on an app, you know, follow us, subscribe us, subscribe to our podcast. And join us in a couple weeks as we get slimed and talk about Nickelodeon. Thank you so much for joining, boppers. And uh, take care. Thanks. This has been another episode of Retro.
from the future telling you that your dream is going to come true what no way yeah you're going to have an awesome podcast called let's talk but no politics okay and new episodes come out every sunday on bsab